We are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. Still celebrating. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. The NBA All-Star Game is this weekend, and we are going to break everything down for you. Webb is still drunk off the Rams victory. Webb, are you ready for today's show? Slightly, slightly. How, how much tequila have you drank in the last 48 hours? Wish I remembered. That's a good answer. <laughs> Let's start with something that I know is going to make you happy. Anthony Street Clothes Davis has injured his ankle. He sprained it last night, jumping up for a rebound. He's expected to miss at least two weeks with a sprained right ankle. The Lakers are currently in the ninth seed. And their record is 27 and 31. So they are no lock to make the playoffs or the play-in game. Webb, how shocked were you that Anthony Davis, Anthony Street Close Davis got hurt? Why did you have to phrase the question like that? Because you were too happy. You were talking a little too much joy, and I wanted to bring you down a level. I'm not gonna lie. Uh I was devastated, but not surprised. Every time it seems like the Lakers are uh finding their stride, um, something happens, especially with Anthony Davis. He's always hurt doesn't really have like major major injuries but like he always gets hurt he's always banged up and always out for weeks at a time and uh the, the lakers are seven and ten without him they need anthony davis he was killing it last night before he went down lakers won the game anyway uh lebron played a really good game austin reeves uh and and yeah so the lakers are going to need anthony davis but i think they can still play still stay in that play in that little uh bubble the seven to ten range uh while he's out he could be out from two weeks to they say the end of the season so hopefully it's not too severe that's a big window that's a very big window two weeks till the end of the year is a long time it's the biggest window i've ever heard for an injury zion williamson's was worse zion was supposed to be back before the regular season started and now he might not be out he might be out for the year he might need another surgery yeah but that's i mean yeah zion's done I'm not surprised by that. I, I didn't think he was coming back this year. I think we said that immediately that he wasn't going to play this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's over. And he's so, still going to get that money. That's the joke. We'll see about that. I don't know if that's true anymore. I think he's one. I think they're definitely giving him that money. I don't think he deserves it. I think it'll be stupid, but they're giving him that money. I hope they don't. But that's the team I'm looking at here. The Lakers are the nine seed. Portland's the 10. New Orleans and San Antonio and Sacramento are 11, 12, and 13. They're four games out of where you guys are. Is it possible Sacramento, San Antonio, or New Orleans passes the Lakers? I think it is. Your team is bad. I'm not saying it's likely, but it's possible one of them takes the 10 seed and you guys follow it. I think that's possible. I really do. To be honest, I think it's more likely that the Lakers pass the Clippers than Trash Sacramento um, passes the Lakers. I mean, but why would you – how are the Lakers going to get better when their second-best player gets hurt? How is that going to help them? Anthony Davis is the heart and soul of that team. But um, – Come on. You don't mean that. LeBron's the heart and soul of this team. Come on. Oh, you know yeah. that. Stat patter. Um, <laughs> I mean – He's been gunning for that Lakers record for a while. And uh, and yeah, so I think he's he's driven. He's trying to surpass Kareem, like legitimately pass him, not the nonsense stat that they came up with last week. Um, so I think he's hell bent on scoring a lot. And I think Russ is going to step up. Um, 
we beat Utah yesterday. I think that was very impressive. Russ passed at the end of the game. I was very surprised by this. Reeves hit a big shot. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, Nothing that can was, stop you guys now. That was 37 points from Donovan Mitchell. He was really hot in the first half. Held Gobert to only five points. I think it was a really good showing from the Lakers. 2-0 against Utah. Dominant. Now I think it's the, the championship's yours. Guaranteed, right? So there you go. <laughs> you said it, buddy. Okay, Webb. Let's talk the All-Star game. Uh, this show, we are going to do an All-Star draft. Every player playing, we are each going to create our own team. Do you have any re- any requirements for what each team has to have? Do you care? Or how do you, you want to do this? Um, in terms of like position? Uh, position requirements, yeah. Oh, I say no. I never thought about that. You want to just I say no. It? Best teams. Yeah. Let's make it go. Okay. Make it happen. So are we... Okay. So are we going to each draft 12 players or do you want to do five starters seven reserves five starters seven reserves first five players we draft the starters rest are reserves we are not required to take the starters that the all-star team is using as starters that we can have whoever we want anyone from an all-star roster okay okay and in this in this uh format is there uh sorry is anyone injured yes so kevin durant is out James Harden is out. Draymond Green is out. Everyone else is available. Okay. Are we in agreement here? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of your angle. Just trying to figure out your angle. Cause I know you and you're just going to load up on bigs. And I think that's why would, you wanted to. I would never do that. I'm a, I'm a reasonable guy. Yeah. I okay. get, I get the first pick. I'm going to take my man, the showstopper, Joel Embiid. I know exactly what you're doing. You're loading up on bigs. That's okay. I See, will... la- last year what I did was Webb did not have a strategy. He remembered this. He loaded up on guards or he had different requirements. So I just didn't pick a guard till my last pick because he couldn't take one. And he realized this. He remembers this, that I played him like a fiddle last year and he's trying to figure me out. But like a genius, I removed requirements. <laughs> Webb, second pick's on you. Sucker. Sorry, I'm going through the list. That's why I'm taking so long. Uh, I'm going to go with Giannis, and you will go with Jokic. Giannis is an excellent pick there. Excellent choice for Webb. I'm not taking Jokic for sure. i got to play my options here. You know, I'm taking Jokic. Good, good choice by you. Jokic, I have the two leading candidates for MVP this year. Jokic and Embiid. My team is dominant. They can shoot the three. Jokic and is they? the best passer in the league. Jokic has threes now. Embiid hits threes now. They're dominant. Hit the free uh, throws. Honestly, you sound like a small man right now who's just embarrassed that your buds are get broken off inside. I uh I knew exactly what your strategy was as soon as you said as soon as you said positionless. I knew you were going Embiid and Jokic. I called it. Uh okay. So I'll ugh, I don't feel good about this at all, but whatever. I'll take uh regrettably LeBron. Wow. I, I enjoy that you always say you hate LeBron and then you take him second. And then all started off when everyone's available. Wow. Okay. Give me the man, the legend, John Morant. My my pick for MVP. The guy that you said sucked last year. He all of a sudden loved. Um, okay. I didn't say he sucked. I said he was excellent. I don't remember it that way. Okay. Who is your third pick going to be? This is interesting. What are you thinking here? What, what are you debating between? Who are you thinking of? Yeah, I was going to go Steph. And I was like, nope, not going to do that. Uh and I was thinking DeRozan, and I was like, nope, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment here. 
because I never would have taken DeRozan a year ago at number three. Um, yeah, this is kind of tough. You know, what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Devin Booker. Okay. Top I like you get, getting Top it spicy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe that. Okay. So my team right now, I have Jokic, Embiid, and John Morant. That's a good base. I like where I'm at right now. Got two bigs. I got a guard. Give me the playmaker himself, Luka Doncic. Dominant. So you just Dominant. don't want to hit threes at all, do you? Okay. Uh, okay. Overrated. <laughs> Not worried about it. Okay, so you took Jokic, Luka, Embiid, and Ja, right? Yep, so far. Okay. Who is your fourth pick going to be? I'm going to go with uh, Stifle Tower himself, Rudy Gobert. Take Goob- Gobert? Oh, Rudy wow. Gobert. Okay. Clog the middle. Uh, they don't play defense in the All-Star game, but I appreciate you for trying. That's good. Okay. My last starter. I got Ja. I got Jokic. I got Embiid. I got Luka. It feels wrong that Steph Curry's there. I'm taking Steph Curry. I'm playing three smalls, two bigs. I don't care. Done. Steph's hitting every three possible. I'm golden. I'm not even worried. Yeah, he's definitely hitting every three possible with his 35% this year from deep. That's All-Star game's happening. different. He's, he's not going to be covered in the All-Star game. He's shooting open threes all game. He's shooting five for 19 from deep. Uh, <laughs> Who is your last starter? Not worried at all. Okay. Um, very interesting. Sorry, I'm just trying to remember who's left. Doing this in my head. So right now, the guys we have left, Jason Tatum. DeMar DeRozan, Andrew Wiggins, Trey Young, LaMelo Ball, Jared Allen, Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Deontay Murray, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Paul, Fred Van Fleet. A lot of guards left. This is excellent content. I appreciate you talking yourself through it here. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm, I'm debating between a few people. Talk it out. Tell me what you're thinking. It's one guy that I'm looking at, Donovan Mitchell, who I really love, but I'm not sure I want him um, as a starter. To be honest, when we we're, dry- <laughs> were doing this list, I forgot that the first five were going to be starters. Honestly. Um, so Pathetic, but okay. Give me Jimmy Butler. So my starters, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, John Morant, and Steph Curry. And web starters are LeBron James. Giannis, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, and Rudy Gobert. Those are the starters. Now it is time for the reserves to get cooking. Give me, give me DeMar DeRozan. Okay. Um, give me Donovan Mitchell. Okay, so that's interesting. You got Donovan Mitchell on your team now. You're trying, okay. See what you're doing there. Give me, ah, this is tough here. Give me Jason Tatum. I got some guys that can shoot now, some mid-range guys. I'm good with that. So I'll take Chris Paul. You know, I never even considered him for a second. He's great. I think he should be an MVP candidate as well. He's going to get thrown out of the All-Star game for hitting a referee again, like last night. (laughs) Cool. Okay. He's not the most level-headed player we've ever seen. That is an understatement. Give me Carl Anthony Towns. Shoot threes. He's a big body. Okay. I know you have an affinity for big men. Give me... Justin something there. I didn't appreciate. Give me me Freddie. One of the best uh, shooters in the league from distance. Volume was. I was thinking about him real hard too. I almost took him last pick. Good pick. I like Freddie Freddie Van Fleet as well. I think that's also, better value than Steph, honestly. Also, true story, and this is gonna be really embarrassing. I have loved Fred Van Fleet for like four years. I thought he was an excellent. I did not know there was a V in his last name. I thought it was an F the whole time. Yeah, that's pathetic. 
Hundred percent pathetic. I had no idea. Not surprising, but still pathetic. Can't read. Okay, I got a tough choice here. I'm debating between Lamelo Ball and Trey Young, but I hate Trey Young, so give me Lamelo Ball. Good pick. Consistent. <laughs> What's going through my mind now is how how far Chris Middleton is going to drop because you hate him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and Trey Young, we last picks your draft. <laughs> You're probably safe. Uh, give me Jared Allen just because I need some size. I like him a lot too. I almost I, I consider him as well. It's a good pick. I I love Jared Allen's game. The fact that Brooklyn gave him away is enraging to me that they're so terrible at this. Very stupid. Okay, give me Zach Levine. He's been killing it this year. I'm gonna take Dejounte because I love him, and he's quietly becoming uh, a fan favorite. And the fact that Andrew Wiggins is still available, I love the defense he can bring now. He's playing defense, great mid range shooter. I'm taking Andrew Wiggins. Love Steph. They play well together. I thought Andrew Wiggins was going to be the the Houston Texans of our draft. No, I like Andrew Wiggins. I don't think he, I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's going to play well in this game. He can jump. I think he's going to be a good player in this game. He can jump. Wow. He can jump. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the guys left. Actually, sorry. Make your pick. I'll tell you who's left. I should have written this stuff down, but I'm going to go with uh, with Trey. Okay. So there are only two players left. Darius Garland and Chris Middleton. That's it. I might have Darius Garland winning an award later, but I have a lot of guards. I hate Chris Middleton. You know what? I want to break up the Giannis-Chris Middleton party. Give me Chris Middleton. My last pick. Damn it. Okay. And obviously, I'll take Garland. I would have definitely taken Middleton. No problem. I know. Two-way player. My team, destroy- My team destroys yours. Not even close. So... My full roster, Joel Embiid, John Morant, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, DeMar DeRozan, Andrew Wiggins, Nikola Jokic, LaMelo Ball, Luka Doncic, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, and Carl Anthony Towns. That's a team of killers, Webb. A team of killers. Champions all throughout that roster. How do you feel? One champion on that whole roster, and that's Chris Middleton. Um, I don't feel any Steph's a champion. All right, Steph. I forgot about Steph. Sorry, he's just been so bad this year. I forgot about him. I'll I'll read you your roster as well because I know you didn't write it down because you're foolish. So, am I wrong? I did not write it down. I know. Okay. So, Webb's roster LeBron James, first pick. Giannis, you take that back. LeBron was number two. You didn't write it down. You don't remember. LeBron... (laughs) LeBron James. Giannis, Trey Young. Those were the only starters that you took. You took three of the 10 starters only. That's interesting. You went heavy on reserves. Jared Allen, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, Darius Garland, Deontay Murray, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Fred Van Fleet. Webb has a very small roster of small, tiny men. I cannot wait for you to get dominated in this team. Dominated. I did not take Dijon, um, Darius Garland by by choice. So yeah, you did. You loved him. <laughs> I just real pathetic, Webb. Terrible choices by you. And you know what? I will give you first choice of coach though. Eric Spolster or Monty Williams? Who do you want as your coach? Give me Monty again. Just failing. Eric Spolster, another champion on my team. Just dominant. I love it. Bought his rings. Bought those rings. <laughs> He's a good coach. I'm I, I'm not trying to take it away from him, but 
He bought those rings. Okay, that is the All-Star game now. Now we're going to discuss the three-point contest and the dunk contest. We are going to tell you who is going to win. Okay, Webb, do you want to start with dunk or three-point contest? I have found, as I've gotten older, I hate the dunk contest now. I find it very, very boring. But I enjoy the three-point contest. Yeah, the three-point contest is definitely more exciting now because we've seen basically all the dunks that are humanly possible. Um, That's what it is, right? That's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. You can't – nothing's going to wow you now. And um, yeah, there's there's no real originality anymore. So uh, the three point contest is always always thrilling. You know what I think I actually don't like about the dunk contest as well. Everyone gets a fifty. If everything's a fifty, nothing's a fifty. It kills it for me. That's true. They have it, no it, standards. It, yeah, it is watered down. Yeah, and and it's all relative, right? Like if everyone does a basic, let's say someone does a a, a windmill, and then another person comes and does uh, between the legs. Between legs is going to get the 50, even though it wouldn't be a 50 in other contests. Yeah, I just don't like it anymore. I'd, I Like Vince Carter did that and he broke the dunk contest for me because I've never seen another one that I was good as that. Right. It's watered down now. It's watered down. And he did it's that been- 20 years ago. I mean, half, half the guys in the NBA could do that. Vince Carter dunk now. That felt like but- emotional damage right there. That was a shot at me. <laughs> it was 20 years ago, Coop, when you were 40. Yeah, you're an old man. But I think half the guys in the league could do that dunk. And I'm talking about putting his hand through the rim, yeah, through the through the net, and um, could probably do that dunk. But at that time in 2000, like that was very impressive. You do that. It's revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. Kobe did the between the legs in '96. That was crazy. But I mean, yeah, there's no or ni- there's no one sorry. taking it to a next level. There's nothing been elevated since then. Yeah, like. I remember that dunk where the guy blew out the candle and I just never cared about it and it got a 50 and I was like, this is stupid. Was that Gerald Green? Maybe. No, I, th- I, I think some players did since since Vince, like Jason Richardson, like going um, uh, behind the, uh, the rim and doing like a kind of 180 through the legs. I think he had some moments. Um, the thing is, there are guys that's whole job is being a YouTube dunker. Like they do such crazy things. I'm not impressed with these NBA things the NBA yeah. guys do. Yeah. Like I've seen better things. So I'm just like, like the, eh. Like, like the 720, which we yeah. haven't seen in a dunk contest in the NBA. I saw a dunk yesterday where this kid did a 360, threw it behind the backboard as an alley oop, and the other guy reversed it, jammed it. And it was the absolute craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Right. And I was like, they're, I'm never getting this in dunk contest, and this is way better. You know, like, eh. you, you know what we forget? I was talking about Jason Richardson. Look at the stuff that Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine did in 2016. That was incredible. Was it incredible, or was it we haven't seen anything good for a while, so that was better than what it usually is? It was, it, was, it was incredible, and also because of the level of competition at the end, right? Usually someone runs away with it, but those two guys, man, like. The Aaron Gordon one where he's sitting down was pretty cool. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Like, took a I'm not seat saying in the air. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just not as excited for it. I'm like, eh, I've seen it, most of it before. Like, if someone does a flip or something, I'll come back. But until someone's doing a flip, I'm like, I'm basically out. I don't care anymore. And and DeRozan did some great dunks, and Iguodala did some great dunks. There's, like, there's been some in terms of telling the All Star festivity story. Like, you definitely can't tell it without Vince. Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan, in terms of dunkers. But you have That's to it. include those are the three. That's it. 
No, you're gonna you're gonna have to include Zach Levine in there, man, and Jason Rich- and Jason Richardson. I think I think you're gonna have to put those guys in. Jason Richardson is my favorite uh, uh, dunk off competitor, but it's also over, the era too. Over Vince Carter and Kelly Bryant, you're a disgrace. Kobe only did the- one year, I think. So it was a legendary year. Yeah, but I was so young, unlike you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Okay, the dunk contest this year has Obi Toppin from the New York Knicks. Jalen Green from Houston, Cole Anthony from Orlando, and Juan Toscano Anderson from Golden State. These are the four participants. Vegas has odds on who they think will win this. I'm going to tell you right now. Well, but I don't know if you know this about me or not. I like to gamble a little bit. No. If you are betting on who's going to win the dunk contest, go to Gamblers Anonymous immediately because you've crossed the line. You're too far in. <laughs> Too far. I have my pick. It. I have mine as well. I will not change it. Who is your pick? It's a guy that I that I watched for a while, and uh, he's been one of my favorite players coming out of college in the last uh, couple of years, Obi Toppin. Um, however, this is who I think is the best dunker out of those four. But the thing with the dunk contest is that it's not about the best dunk or was the most athletic. It's sometimes just about uh, expectations as well so when you see a little guy or an undersized guy doing dunks that you wouldn't expect someone of his size or stature to do i think it resonates with the judges more um so i I, yeah. I have obi winning based on what i've seen him do and what i think he can do and what he's capable of is athleticism but if it's between Obi and uh, uh, Cole Anthony, and Cole Anthony's doing windmills, and Obi's doing windmills, I think they're going to give it to Cole Anthony. So I had this consideration as well. I thought about that. And part of me wanted to play the odds, and I was like, if Juan Toscano-Anderson's in this dunk contest, people have seen him do dunks that we've never seen him do. I was like, he's had to show somebody something where they're like, no, this guy needs to be in this contest. Same with Cole Anthony. I don't think I've ever seen Cole Anthony dunk really in an NBA game. Oh, he can dunk. He can throw down. No, no. I, I know he can, obviously. But like, do you remember a powerful dunk for him in the NBA? I don't remember one. Yeah, he did probably a few weeks ago. He probably did a, a, a windmill. Maybe I'm just not watching enough Orlando games. But I, I, can, I agree with you. Dunk. I think Obi Toppin wins it. I saw him win the dunk contest in college he was in, throwing down huge dunks. He's a New York guy, so he's going to have the biggest audience to vote for him. Going to get the support of the crowd, I think. I think he's going to win. I think he's just the best guy there. Yeah, I think but Scano Anderson, low expectations, like you said. I would not be surprised if he ended up pulling it off somehow. Yeah. If you look at, like, historically, look at Nate Robinson and Dwight Howard. They gave Nate Robinson uh, the crown. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, because expectations. That was ridiculous. That, that's when I lost respect for the dunk contest, when Dunk Howard won the dunk contest without throwing a dunk down. He didn't dunk the ball, and he won. Yeah, he threw it in the net. Yeah. That's not a dunk. He literally threw it. Blake Griffin did it too, and people were going crazy. Blake Griffin used to do that on people. He would literally throw the ball in the in in, in the hoop, and they said, "Oh my god, you got you got dunked on." You didn't. Got you got thrown on. Yeah. You stole second, and the catcher threw you out. That's what happened. Like it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Not impressed. Okay, the three point contest. I honestly love this event, and I have no idea why, because it's it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. I have no stake in it any ever any any year, and I'm like I can't wait for Desmond Bain to win this contest. Some guy I'd never heard of before. 
you know, you know why I think the three point contest is going to be great is great because it's so unpredictable. The guy that the, the 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 front runner usually doesn't win. Like they might be in the last round, but like as of late, they usually don't. Like I mean, Steph won, and um, I think Joe Harris won once, right? Didn't he? Yeah, he was the favorite. Yeah, but Steph, I think Steph won twice. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but this year, I don't see a real favorite in this crowd. There's Patty Mills in Brooklyn. Fred Van Fleet in Toronto, Trey Young in Atlanta, rule him out immediately. Desmond Bain in Memphis, Zach Levine in Chicago, Luke Kennard for the Clippers, CJ McCollum in New Orleans, and Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota. True story. I remember CJ McCollum got traded last week, and I could not remember who it was to today when I did this list. Totally forgot where he got traded to. He's actually been balling, man. He's been killing it. I don't like him at all, as you know, like as a player. I don't like him as a player at all. But he's been killing it. Yes, it's been a crazy week. I haven't watched basketball this week, so I have not seen anything. And uh, I haven't seen him play yet. I'm, I'm back in it today, I think. And the All-Star break starts tomorrow, so good for me. <laughs> okay. I mean, Web. yeah. Web, do you have any favorites? Who are the three guys you think are the two guys? Who are the finalists, you think? Yo, I'm going with, like I said, like sometimes the unsung hero wins. My two final, My two guys, I'll tell you who I think. I'm going to go with the winning. My two guys, Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Luke Kennard. Those okay. are the two guys I'm going with. So I, I agree with you on one name. I think Luke Kennard's going to be there as well. I think he's a finalist. My second finalist is Fred Van Fleet. He's a big game shooter. Doesn't get scared in the moment. I think he's going to be there at the end. See, I was thinking Van Fleet, but that's, for that reason is the reason why I didn't have Van Vliet because I think he's more of an in-game shooter. I think he's, um, <clears throat> you know, he's dribbling the ball down the court, pulls up, hits the three. It's different here as a as, as like a set shooter. Um, you know, you have the ball is right beside you and you're just just shooting. I think Carl Anthony Towns, I think Joel Embiid, those kind of guys would fare well here. Like they're not as much as as much as they shoot uh, uh off the dribble i think van vliet i was thinking about him i was thinking about him i think he should be the favorite because of the volume and his percentage is decent but uh yeah. yeah for some reason i have no faith in zach levine or trey young in this contest i think there's almost zero percent chance those guys win i wouldn't be shocked at a patty mills upset yeah but i think he, he's, a, he's a shot and 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 like zach levine he's a Zach Levine's a pretty smooth shooter, so I would actually choose, I would see him over Trey. Trey's more of a uh, off the dribble to me. Um, Patty Mills, yeah, I could see Patty Mills for sure. But it, Patty Mills to me was too obvious. Yeah, that's why I didn't go with him. Okay, so my winner, I'm taking SVF man, Fred Van Fleet's going to win it all. The three point contest, Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Cat. I'm going with Carl Anthony Towns as my winner. Um, I think him, oh my goodness, I can't remember who else is shooting such a great, uh, having such a great shooting year, but he's been really good. He's shooting 50% from the floor, 40% from three. Um, he's been really good this year, uh, shooting the ball. And I think the three-point contest comes down to some of these like unexpected picks. I wouldn't put a lot of money on him because he's probably one of the first people out. <laughs> <laughs> But my runner-up or my my uh, my wild card would be Luke Kennard. Like, um, yeah, just just with some of the stuff he's done on the Clippers this year. Like, 
and he's so, and I think he's the only lefty. Uh, Luke Kennard right now is the number four shooter in the league, shooting forty three point four percent. Your boy Cat is nineteenth. He's shooting forty point nine percent, so almost forty one percent. So it's not a bad choice. Yeah, I think I can't remember who shares this stat with him, but I think currently Towns and there's some other someone else who's shooting fifty and forty from the field. Um. I think Carly Towns are also uh, in the mid to high 80s uh, uh, from the stripe. So he's having a good shooting here. But but Luke Kennard, I think he's the only lefty in the in the competition, man. So that also that also makes me a little a little uh, more inclined to go with him as well, like as a, as 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 one of the finalists. Drew Holiday is shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three. Okay, so maybe that's the other player. I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. I'm a basketball stat genius, so that's I knew that off the top of my head. Of course you did. Yeah. Okay, so Mike, Mike, I'm taking Fred Van Fleet. I think he wins it all. You have Towns because you want a guy with a sprained wrist. I totally get it. That's fine. It's going to happen. Hey, Webb, it's time for our midseason awards. We were supposed to do this a few weeks ago, but the Super Bowl came up, and I love the Super Bowl, and I got lost in football for a little while. Have have your awards changed at all from when we made them two weeks ago? Because I changed an award in the last two weeks. Uh, no, because I usually stick to my guns. Are there, uh, unlike you, <laughs> whose opinion changes uh, very quickly and very often. So it, It's weird that you think when new facts come in, you change your mind. That's a bad thing. Only you, a closed-minded man like yourself, would think that. I bet you think the world's flat because you never change your mind, Kyrie. Exactly. Who is your rookie of the year? I think this is obvious. I think we're going to agree here. Cade Cunningham. He, that was a he's joke. Been decent, but uh, that was a joke. No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have him as my rookie of the year. I think I think this is the the opposite of obvious. I think it's the two man race. I think it's a two man race only. I think it's wider than that. Uh, I'm going with Scotty Barnes, um, but I think there are, I could be talked into several players. Um, since Scotty Barnes' impact on both sides of the floor, um, and also the expectations as well for him weren't that high. People were shocked at him going as early as he did, um, and he's been great, high motor, and uh, I think the Raptors are on a roll um, in part due to him and other players too. It's not just Scotty Barnes, but you know he's he's been great. Okay, well we disagree here in a gigantic way. I thought this would be no problem. I have Evan Mobley on Cleveland. I thought this was obvious. He's, he's the clear winner to me. Not even close. To me, it's not clear because Cleveland had a bunch of different acquisitions to me. And I I mean, Evan Mobley's been good. I think I had him as my runner up, but to me, it's not clear. Like, if you don't have Scotty Barnes, it's fine. But I don't, to me, it wasn't that clear. I think it's like maybe a, even a three, four man race at this point. See, listeners, what you have to remember about Webb is he likes to be a contrarian. He had Dak winning MVP this year. A bunch of wild things go through his head. He's basically Webb Bayless for a reason. I've called that him out on this show many times. He likes to say things for shock value that he doesn't believe in. Because he is a liar. Okay. <laughs> a liar. It's just a personal attack for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who is the sixth man of the year to you? I think this one's obvious as well, too. Uh, so, again, I don't think this is obvious, but I had a few names. I'm going to go with Tyler Hero uh, as my sixth man of the year. Uh, Great. Statistics-wise, he's so good, I thought he was starting at some point. It's like, honestly, I had to check. I was like, 
there's no way this guy's putting this this up and he hasn't started like the majority of games but he hasn't and um he's been really good he's the new manu where he's like starting but he's not starting and they bring him in like four minutes in the game yeah he's playing 35 minutes but he's not starting so yeah he's incredible uh he was bad last year he was great as a rookie in the bubble and he's great again and he's took a huge step forward good for him let's 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 calm it down i don't know if he was great in the bubble i think he was excellent in the bubble he was they went to the finals he was a huge part of that he was excellent in the bubble i think jimmy butler was probably a huge a bigger part of uh (laughs) a bigger part of that than than tyler hero and so he was the biggest part i said he was a big part he was he was great in the bubble he was all right your level of hatred knows no bounds he hit some shots. He he had a snarl on his face. Twitter was going crazy, and then the Lakers shut them up. That was it. And never again were they were they even close to that. That was it. There was, was a snarl. That's what people I remember. I forget about your asterisks, Tyler. That's true. So we agree on Tyler here, though. Good choice by you. Most improved player. I think this could go one of a few ways. Who do you have as the most improved player this season? Yeah, so I think this could... Well, to me, this is more obvious than the first two awards to me. <laughs> not obvious, obvious, but it's more clear cut to me than uh, than others. Uh, I have uh, Desmond Bain on Memphis. He's been incredible. He's been a big reason for the success of uh, of the Grizzlies. Like especially when Jaws out, uh, Desmond Bain's been been incredible. He has uh, almost doubled his uh, scoring. Uh, great on offense, very dependable, and um, filled in well for Dylan Brooks. Like. Great. Desmond Bain is really good. He is not my choice. My choice is my boy, Darius Garland on Cleveland. Uh, Colin Sexton was out and he took a gigantic step forward. 20 points a game, eight assists. Cleveland's winning now, too. I think he's played excellent this year. I think he's a bona fide on the way to be a star. He's almost there. I, I didn't even consider him a little bit. <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> If Darian Garland was here, I'd spit in his mother's face. <laughs> Just for no Jesus. reason. No reason at all. Bob. You're so ruthless. I don't understand it. Okay, three awards left. Let's do coach next, I think. I think coach, say a defensive player and MVP. Who is your coach of the year? I think this can go a few ways as well. I'm going to go with Monty Williams just because of the dominance of Phoenix. But I could be talked into two other names. But I think the dominance of Phoenix... Monty could have won it last year, but Tibbs uh, and the job he did in New York was just so uh, unexpected. So unexpected, yeah. That that uh, you know, I I understood why they gave it to him. Uh, but Phoenix has been like it's not even that just because they're number one seed. They're blowing people out and they're killing, killing it. They were down to Houston last night and came back. Monty Williams is an excellent choice. I have no argument with it at all. He's not my pick. But that's only because this is an expectation award. Phoenix was in the finals last year. Everyone thought they would be good. Who we did not think would be good was Chicago and Billy Donovan. He's had a bunch of injuries. They were in first in the East at 38 and 21. I did not see this coming from Chicago at all. They're playing out of their minds. I think Billy Donovan earns a lot of respect for that. But Monty's a great choice as well. It's interesting. I didn't even have uh, I didn't have Billy Donovan. Um but I think he's a solid coach, so 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 good pick. It's interesting as well because Billy Donovan um, got a lot of flack for not being a good coach when yeah. OKC was doing well with Chris Paul. 
um and, and and now he's in chicago and and now all of a sudden people think he's a good coach because they're doing well it's, it's it's very it's very it's very weird how how i'm not saying you are one of those people i'm talking about the people who were saying that he sucked no you don't win two college titles if you suck right you have to be a good coach i mean right. you can have bad situations but he knows how to coach and I, i'm just so surprised with what chicago is doing it, i did not see this coming at all that they'd be in first in the east with like a month and a half left to go, this is this is crazy to me. Yeah, so and and I'm surprised that they're doing this well too. So I can't lie, but I do think it's attributed to things like Brooklyn, you know, the Kyrie situation, KD getting hurt, uh, the Ben Simmons situation in Philly. I think there were you know the, the more wins to go around to certain teams. The Raptors weren't healthy. Uh, Boston was bad. The Knicks were bad. So I I'm not trying to take away from Chicago. Like DeRozan's been killing it. Um, but I, you know, after seeing what happened in hindsight, I guess it's not that surprising that another team, you know, took the reins. I think it's surprising. It was Chicago though. Sure. Fine. Like Vooch isn't even playing that well. Caruso got his arm broken by that little weasel in Memphis. Is it Memphis? Grayson Allen? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Sorry. And they're just keep going. Like when they gave, uh, DeRozan that money, I was shocked by it. When they signed Caruso, I made jokes about it. I like Caruso on the Lakers, but I did not think he was worth $36 million, and he's proven to be excellent. I just think they're doing a really good job in Chicago. I'm impressed with what they're doing. Yeah. I do think Vooch has been good this year. But yeah. I, I, he hasn't I, been Orlando Vooch. No, but it's like, you know, not as much usage. He was the man in, in, in Orlando. Like, he's he's been pretty solid. I think he's... I have to check the stats, but he's been pretty good. Like, considering that he's... Third banana. Yeah, he's putting I don't up. Think he's been what they thought they were going to be. He's putting up eighteen and almost twelve rebounds. That's better than I thought, actually. Yeah, he's getting a, he's getting a steal and a block per game. The shooting is not great. Only forty seven percent. That's not great. He has a a a twenty four point eight per. Thirty one from three too. Thirty one from three is tough for Vooch. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's not great. The shooting numbers aren't great. Yeah, but I think he's been all right. Anything to knock Billy Donovan down, you dirtbag. <laughs> wow. Okay. Who is your defensive player of the year? Oh, sorry. Before you do that, do you want to? Did you do executive of the year? I did not. But okay. we can do it if you want. I, I'm I'm ready to go. Well, I I think I can predict who your who your exec will be. Hundred percent, you can. Yeah. So so mine's gonna be Kobe Altman in uh in Cleveland. Um, because I, you know, speaking First, of surprises, wait, you're giving it to him for not drafting rookie of the year. Interesting choice. No, I'm giving it to him for the team he's put together. All the pieces he's brought in. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Ricky Rubio. Yeah, for drafting Aaron, uh, Evan Mobley. Um, uh, oh, boy. Uh, Rubio went down. They're still doing well. They traded for, for Rondo. They got in Karis LeVert. Um it's been a it's been a really good team and they, and they've adapted through injuries to Colin Sexton Sexton uh to Rubio where Rubio's gone now they they shipped him out after he tore his knee uh just no loyalty <laughs> ruthless but um yeah this this team's been solid i like uh 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 Chetty Chetty Osman he's been solid um Isaac Okoro has been hurt like on and off and they had uh oh my gosh Lamar Stevens who's filled in nicely for him Lori Markinen barely plays, and they're still like a very competitive team. So I like I like what Kobe Altman did. Okay. I will choose Mark Eversley from the Chicago Bulls, the first Canadian 
general manager in the NBA, a name you did not respect for some reason. Uh, just a great general manager, signed Damar, signed Alex Caruso, signed, drafted your favorite player, Io Desanmu. He's looked great. Yeah, he's been excellent. You give him no credit for that. Decided that to trade for Vooch last season. He's been incredible. And uh, no respect by you, which is interesting. And Lonzo. I forgot Lonzo. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely tampering in that Lonzo thing because that was done for like two years. He was going to Chicago. But good for you, Mark, you patriot for the cheating. Okay. Webb, who is your defensive player of the year? To me, this is obvious, but I could be talking to another name. I have uh, Rudy Gobert. Agreed. Yeah. He is the best regular season defender by far. He will get played off the court in the playoffs. But as of right now, he is excellent. Yeah, and you're going to see more five-point games from him come playoffs. I cannot wait to bet against Utah in the playoffs. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be so lucrative for me. Yeah, depending depending on um, on who they're facing, I wouldn't be shocked if they're out in the first round. I would be shocked if they advanced past the first round. That's what I'm going <laughs> to Mitch- the other way. The other way on that. Donovan Mitchell is going to average probably 35 points a game in that in that series. And... No one else is going to score. And Bogey's pretty good. He's getting like 20 a night almost. Guy's pretty solid. But yeah, you can't pay Rudy the $200 million to have him place eight minutes for you. Like, it's not a good idea. Yeah. It's not good. And, and Bogey should not be your second leading scorer. I'm not, I'm not mad at him being a second scorer. I think he's a pretty All good right. scorer. But it, you shouldn't have him. Like, you need a guy like close to him as well as your third scorer. You can't have it be Rudy. And it's tough. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this Utah team, but I will bet against them and might go to Spain on the winnings. Okay. <laughs> go to France. It's never France. Okay. Uh, Webb, who is your MVP? This has been up and down. You had it as Kevin Durant as a lock a little while ago because you'd like to be contrarian again. Who is your MVP as of today, February 17th, 2022? Not true. I, uh, oh, wait. Maybe I did. Okay. I, maybe I did have KD. And then I switched. You pathological uh, liar. Pathological. No, I did have him. I had him. I had him. I had him until he got hurt. And then I, 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 I tried to switch uh, to Ja. Um, I still have Ja as my MVP, but I could be talked into three other names. Okay. Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis. Those are three. Yes. I'd be fine with any of those three names. Maybe not so much Embiid because. I'm just mad at him because of the Harden thing now, just by association. But honestly, any of those three names, I'm perfectly fine with. That was not his fault. <laughs> He's just there, man. He's caught in the crossfire from you. Okay. So I considered those four names as well. And I eliminated, eliminated Giannis at first. I was like, you know what? I'm, I like Giannis, but I think he has a great team around him. And then it was Ja, Jokic, and Embiid. And I think what Jokic is doing is almost the most impressive because he has nobody left with him. It's just him averaging like 30, 12, and 10 every night. It's insane. You don't like Monty Morris? <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not. You don't like Monty Morris? He he beat the, the Warriors last night, man. I mean, is he a great second option? He's a seventh he man. He, he shouldn't even be your fifth option. That's what he's the seventh man. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he's the seventh man. Yeah. It's just Jokic. It's insane. I think he has the hardest degree of difficulty, but I don't think he's the MVP this year. I think it's Embiid. My problem with Embiid last year, I think he was the best player, but he missed the games. 
he's playing most of the games now. He's been unstoppable. It's just been him, basically. Tobias Harris, I've never liked. And Harden has points of the night. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't like him. He's not that good at basketball. Six damn points. Man, I'm a basketball genius. As soon as he got that contract, I was like, that's a terrible idea. He uses a third banana at best. Basketball genius. I think it's Embiid, man. Embiid's my MVP. But I'm not mad at Ja, Jokic, or Giannis. All fine choices. I think, to me, what Jokic is doing this year is more impressive than what he did last year to me. Um, It is more impressive, but we both had it as Embiid last year if he played the games. You gave it to him anyway, but I'm consistent. I think you have to play the games. And Jokic played every single game last year, so he won the MVP to me. This year, Embiid's playing a lot of games. He's been incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad at any, any of it. I'm honestly taking away from Embiid because of the Harden thing, and I just don't want Philly to win anything. It's not Honestly. his fault. It's not his fault. I mean, he did ice Ben Simmons. It made me respect him even more. <laughs> ben Simmons said him and Embiid haven't talked all season. Not a single word. And I was like, I love I love Joel for this. Yeah. Just the cold shoulder all season. You know how awkward it is to work with somebody you see every day and not even say hello? Yep. It takes real willpower. Willpower, yep. I don't think I have. Yep. Offensively, I think Embiid has been... The most impressive player this season. Yeah, I think so too. Like more more than I mean, I think Steph has been bad this year, but like more than anyone else, more than DeRozan, who's on a tear with the thirty-five uh, plus points in seven straight games. More than uh, Ja, more than Jokic, more than Giannis, more than Donovan Mitchell, like more than LeBron, more than KD. And and B just figured out he's like the best athlete or one of the best athletes in the league. And he's seven foot two. He's kind of, we kind of forget because he's been in the NBA for like seven years. The two years before he was in the NBA, he wasn't playing basketball. He's a volleyball player. He's like learning things as he's going. He's picking up new skills every day. And I respect so, that. He's killing it. So, so in fairness to me, honestly, the 24, the 20, in 2013, I watched a lot of Kansas and I never thought for one second, Andrew Wiggins was good. I always said Embiid just was an one... unnecessary shots. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> just for no reason. I have text messages, emails, whatever I was using back then, where I was saying Embiid is one of the most impressive players I've ever seen. And he should have been the number one pick. And he was fantastic. And yeah, like you said, he, he's, he's learning and he's, he's bringing new facets to his game over the years. And he's going to be unstoppable as long as he can stay healthy. And that's the big if with Embiid. That guys that are that big almost never last well. He's seven two or seven three now. Guys that big just never have long careers. He's different, man. He's crazy. I love Embiid. I love watching him play too because you can tell he really cares. He's going for it. He's not taking like plays off all the time. Yeah, like Ben Simmons. Exactly like Ben Simmons. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I told you this, but I absolutely hate that trade with Harden and Ben Simmons. I may have never said this before. Um, I think you brought it up actually. I think you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan of it. I think it's stupid. I want the NBA to do something about it. You know, I like the deal for, I think Philly got better at least, but I wish those guys weren't able to get traded because I hate what they're doing. We just don't don't approve of it. I don't mean, I don't mean I hate the deal as I think it's, they both shot each other in the, shot shot themselves in the foot. I just hate that it was allowed to happen. As a Laker fan, the Lakers couldn't get Chris Paul, but this nonsense is happening. Yeah. There was a real, there was a real commissioner back then. 
not this hack Jeff Bezos want to be. <laughs> oh, player empowerment's the most important thing. Shut up, Adam Silver. Do your job. <laughs> if the players like you, you're not a good general. You're not a good commissioner. That's true. Every, everyone has to hate you equally. Everybody like, has I, to hate I, you. I was. I would say that's true, but I don't think Goodell has been that good of a commissioner. Everyone hates him. No, you can still be bad and get hated. Yeah. But if the players Fine. love you because you do whatever they want, it's not good for the league. You're right. Like, and- both sides need to hate you a little bit. You can't have one side love you because then you're just you're getting run over and it's not good for basketball. Yeah. The, the union and management can't be friends. Just inherently, that doesn't work. And, like, I just I, I don't understand it. It's, he, you know, Silver seems to pander to a lot of the players. And I get it. I'm not saying he should pander to the owners, but it's just ridiculous sometimes the things that that that, yeah. that that go down. You can be too acrimonious, like we're seeing in baseball right now. The union and the owners hate each other so much that something that should be solved pretty quickly is has become so acrimonious that we might lose baseball for a month this year. It might not come back. And just Adam Silver, just everything is yes to the players. He never says no. Everything is I'm on the player side. I'm on the player side. And in the social media, it's because you don't want to side with the owners, I guess. You want to be getting good headlines. But like you need a bad cop sometimes. You can't just always be the good guy. It never works out. You get run over. It's not good. And and with this, like, like I've liked some of the things that Silver's done. But, like, man, like, he's really, like, I don't understand, like, how, like, Bradley Beal is going to leave the Wizards. And he's going to hold them hostage. It's coming. And nothing's sure. going to be done about it. And he's going to go ex- He's going to get traded exactly to where he wants to go. Do you think the last commissioner, Stern, would have let this Ben Simmons stuff fly at all? No. Or the James Harden stuff? No. No. He's saying, get out of here. You're gone. Like, it's never going to work with it. It's never going to happen. The only, the only thing, I, what I remember the uh, Silver, sorry, Stern doing was when Iverson demanded a trade from Philly, Philly sat Iverson for a while until they traded him. That happened. Um but it was rare. And I don't think, I don't even remember if Philly, if Iverson had a list of teams, maybe he did, but Denver made out really well, actually, sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Philly made out well in that deal. And then when Mello got traded to New York, Denver did really well in that deal too. They made a great, they made a killing. Yeah. It was a great yeah. deal for Denver. It set yeah. them up going forward big time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Like you and I have talked on the last show, we talked for 25 minutes but how we hate how these players are ruining the league with these demands. Yeah. And a real commissioner would shut this down. It wouldn't happen. But oh, we have this pancake boy over here and it's not good. I don't appreciate it. Oh, it's um it's it's going to get worse. And and, and you you brought up uh baseball and and apparently there's a deadline for them to agree on the CBA now. So what's happening in baseball is that if they don't agree in the next like 4 days they likely can't start the season on time. You need a month for spring training. And the season, I think, is supposed to start March 31st. And they're getting awfully close. So they usually, spring training usually starts at end of February, early March. They play for like a month. And it's always almost always end of March, early April, the game starts. And right. they're getting to the point where they, it won't happen. And there, it takes five days for some reason for the players to submit their offers. And then... They don't want to discuss the offers with ownership. They want to present the offer and then just leave the room because they're so mad at each other. Mm. Apparently, the the players asked for something and the, they wanted a hundred million dollars in, in a in a fund. The owners countered with ten, and then the players countered with with ninety five. 
Dang. Like there's 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 no meeting in the middle here. It's just so acrimonious. <laughs> they hate each other, so it's not good. But we'll see. I hope for the best because I love baseball. You do love baseball. Um, Consistent. Yeah, yeah. All right, Webb. My list of award winners destroys yours. My three point contest pick was better than yours. My dunk contest pick was the same as yours, and that somehow it was better than yours. I'm just embarrassed with how bad you are at these things. It's pathetic. I think you're just trying to compete with your big brother. Uh, <laughs> That's, I'm not your enemy, man. I mean, you're basically my enemy. I'm being <laughs> honest. You've built it up in your head like Michael Jordan. Like I've beaten you so badly, you just have to make things up and make it a competition. If I'm Michael Jordan, this I never lost. Even in your analogy, I beat you. That's how terrible you are at these things. You're the wizard's Michael Jordan. That was hurtful. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week breaking down the all-important all-star game that Webb will watch every second of, and I will check in on from time to time. I might watch the celebrity game, and the celebrities this year are not actually celebrities. Hasn't Kevin Hart won, like, three MVPs, and he's five foot one? Yeah, and I don't, I don't even think he's there this year. Get some help. Get some help, Webb. This is pathetic. It's not good. Yeah. Definitely. I will not watch one second of the celebrity game. I promise you that right now. Not one second. You're not gonna. You're not gonna even know it's a celebrity game. You're gonna wonder who the hell are these people? Pete Davidson's playing. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. He's probably hey, the biggest name. I, I actually made that up. I don't know if he's playing or not, but that'd be hilarious if he was. Okay, so get ready for that. We will have some football talk for you next week. Webb wants to make a list of his favorite quarterbacks in the league, and I can't wait for that. Coop, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I saw an ESPN today on. Uh, this just in, they had like a list of the best free agent receivers. I was so excited. I'm not going to lie to you. I read that list. I read that online. <laughs> I made my own list after that. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am so I'm all in on free agent receivers. It's pathetic how bad I am right now. It's the best. I can't wait. So get ready for that, people. You're in for some real deep stuff, NFL wise. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of lists this summer. Can't wait. Webb's favorite thing in the world besides seeing people get fired is making lists. It's so much fun. Can't even deny it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. We out. Rams 22. You're fired. <laughs>